As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to the Andy Staples Show. It is a spirited debate Monday. I am here with Ari Wasserman. Ari Wasserman has written a column, I think, specifically designed to piss me off. So I got a lot of I, tweets after it went up that said, I hope Andy is still your friend. And I'm not sure if we're still friends. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll find out here in a minute. Listen, reasonable minds can disagree. I mean, listen, someone has to represent the opinions of the 12% of our readers at The Athletic who didn't want the playoff to expand. I mean, we can't just serve that 88%, that overwhelming majority that would like to see it expand. It's already so. starting, guys. All right. I, I got a <laughs> flak jacket on. I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, and so let's reset this because we have not gotten to record since Thursday night. We were, we were busy discussing you versus the Q-tip of death. And Friday morning was when the commissioners all met and they said, okay, we, we're at loggerheads. We can't come up with a solution here. We are not going to do anything with the college football playoff until the new contract begins in 2026, which means we're not going to talk about this again for another couple of years because we don't need to. And basically, they're sick of arguing about it. They are not going to agree on anything that's going to allow them to, to expand it before the new contract starts. So they're not going to do anything. And you wrote a column that came off paternity leave to write this column. Because I was uh, I was requested internally to write this column because well, they knew my want, viewpoint. But but you believe it. That's a, here. Yes, you and I are are in agreement on this. And and I I don't like it when people in our business take a position they don't necessarily believe because somebody has to take that side. I think it makes for a pretty crappy debate, and usually makes for a bad column, bad TV show, bad radio show, bad podcast. You name it. The, the good thing about this, you believe this. So that's... Can I say something before we get into yeah. this? I want, to, I want to say something. And I don't know if you get this sometimes, but I've heard the people refer to me as hot take artist. And I, I know so. and, I, and I know that I have some weird opinions. I know that I love filet fish and, you know, I can go on, on the deep end a little Shouldn't bit. But I will ashamed. say this, man. Shouldn't be ashamed of the filet fish I 100,000% believe wholeheartedly everything that I write. I will never write a, a word that I don't believe. I won't say anything on this podcast that I don't believe. And that's that. And I resent people who 
make up opinions to sound profound or to sound contrary to what normal people believe in order to get attention. So like I think and hope that the people who listen to this podcast know that I'm just kind of an odd guy, you know, and you know, things, you know, from earwax to, to food preference, I guess is kind of proof of that. But, you know, I do, I do believe that, you know, the things that I say and the things that I write about and the things I report and the theories and the discussions are all things that I, I wholeheartedly believe in. And here's the other thing, too. I'm not arrogant enough to say that everything I think is always right. You know, like I, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. We're talking about college football. It's opinion. It's well, here, theory. Here's, here's it's discussion. The like, here's the key. Like when I have an opinion, I am going to argue it like I am a million percent correct. If you present me with evidence where I'm wrong, I will happily change my mind. But in this con- but it, in this case, I think some of it is preference. This is all preference. There's no this. There's nothing factual about this. It's yeah. really what you. It, it's just what you want. And so no, I, I don't think there's any any reason to feel like like I I can say you're wrong, but all I'm saying is my. My opinion is I don't, wrong. I don't view it. That I have way. Yeah. there are no facts I can give you that will make me right and you wrong on this. But there we did text a little bit about this, and I'm sure we'll get into it. Um, there is this element of holding people out or being fair or allowing more people to play that I'm excited to get into if that if we get to it. So um, you said you had a few curveballs for me. I'm excited to see if you're going to stump me. Maybe you will. Um, but why don't you set it up for the people and we'll get into it. Yeah. I, let's, let's just take a look at this. And, and what's interesting is you come at it like, okay, it's going to expand, but maybe it shouldn't. And you know, your basic, the crux of your argument is that the teams that deserve to play for the national title are the ones that make the playoff now. And if you expand it, you're going to be inviting in a bunch of teams that don't deserve to play for the national title. And I think, that's where you and I come at it a little bit differently because you think it's for one reason and I think it exists for another reason. So why don't, why don't why you does it go exist? ahead and explain yours? No, go ahead and explain your, your, your reasoning behind that. Andy, how many people or how many teams in a given year, in your opinion, do you believe are good enough and are built to win a national title? Three to six. And maybe in some years, only one. Yes. Most years, probably only one or two. I mean, I think you could make the case that this year was probably only two. Um, so why are we going to 12? And I think this idea is that we need to include everybody to make it feel like a more all encompassing, everybody love everybody sport where people get to hang banners and people get to feel good about each other or themselves. And that's not the way that life works. I want a Bentley. Mm. I can't get one. Bentley is a participation trophy. That's right. No participation trophies for you. Yeah. Well, and I, I guess what, man? I want a nice, beautiful home in Laguna Beach. Okay. I, I want a nice Bentley, mm-hmm. but they don't price it for me. They price it right. for the people who can afford it. That's so true. the cost of admission is the cost of admission. And there are certain programs that are built to do it. And there's certain programs that can build to do it. And the other thing I'll say too, is like Michigan and Cincinnati made the playoff this year. Correct. And boy, does that feel good for them. They made the final four. It wasn't expanded. They broke through. Both of them broke through ceilings that people put on them before the season started and maybe on their programs. And they made the most exclusive club in the world. To me, that is far more valuable than if they would have made the 12 team playoff where they got in because they needed to find six more teams that actually were worthy of it. So, you know, in a world where 
there are only certain teams that are good enough to play. I don't understand why we have to cater to everybody else so that they can feel good about themselves in the first few rounds is, rather than making everybody is strive. That, is, that, is that why, though? Ari, why do, why do spectator sports exist? You know, I know. I mean, you're going to say it's more fun games and more, more people want to watch it. No, answer the question. Why people do People like to watch them. Right. Why would you give them less of the thing they like to watch? But I don't know that it is less. Okay. By your standard, the first weekend of the NCAA tournament in basketball should not exist because none of those teams. Yeah, but I also hate comparing college football to college basketball. Well, I'm just saying none of those teams deserve to play for the national title. By your standard, wild card weekend should not exist. But here's my standard because none of those teams deserve to play for the, the NFL title. Right. So why do they exist? I guess if you I guess if you think that way. The, the difference between those sports and those systems is that the wild card team in the NFL wins the Super Bowl regularly. Okay. We're talking about the, a team where the has NCAA and the basketball are, tournament, they don't. And the 15 seed has no chance to win the national title. But here's what I'll say about the basketball tournament. I'm going there in, to, in Vegas to watch it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy yep. consuming it. Um, I haven't watched a second of college basketball all year because the regular season games don't matter. And the best... It's probably one of the more exciting tournaments, postseason tournaments in sports, but I don't like it because my view of postseason brackets are to crown the national champion, and I feel like in college basketball, the best team never wins Wait, or rarely you, wins. But do you watch it? Do you yeah. watch the tournament? Well, I gamble on it, yeah. Oh, so they succeeded in But in like viewership something isn't something that college football struggling with. The ratings uh, of a regular season college <laughs> basketball game are terrible. I haven't watched a minute Ari. of the regular season. Ari, more meaningful college football games in the postseason would get more viewers, and yeah. that's worth more money. I know, but so, weren't, weren't like the worst bowl games this year? V- again, I understand the concept of more. Like, obviously, there's always going to be more. If you have a team, if you have a game that is going to to have stakes in the playoff, I'm not going to argue with you about. I'm not. Th- would there won't Ole Miss- be more. There won't be more games, Ari. There no, might be like one more game. There will be more stakes. Sure. For different games. But I also think that you have to acknowledge that you're rearranging when the stakes happen. Because the stakes in the regular season no longer matter as much. Yeah. Which I think will also impact viewership to the negative. I don't think it will. I think I think people this I think is this people, is where this is where the football part of it comes in. It's football. You're gonna yeah. watch. Yeah. No, I know. And and like listen, if your idea is uh TV contracts will be more lucrative and people will make more money, then you win. Like that's if that's what you but I'm saying as a consumer. What I prefer to watch is the nail-biting Michigan-Michigan State game that you and I got to watch together and thinking whoever wins this game is out of the playoff and whoever wins this game is in it. And like the, the results of that game mattered. And if you put 12 teams in the playoff, then both of those teams have a reasonable chance of getting in, and I think they would have this past year. That, Michigan that State I was, thought was your most interesting point. You give that, that you're giving the Alabamas and the Ohio States a get-out-of-jail-free card if they lose in the regular season, you're giving the people who are tired of watching the same four teams again, over and over again, every year, a, a system that will never have a tournament without them, even on their down years. And the reason why people like watching Ohio state in Alabama lose regular season games, the reason why everybody was watching that Arkansas fake field goal game, because we were all waiting to see if the King would get knocked out of the, of the championship now, also, that game Ohio was just State, crazy. yeah, it was awesome. I'm not saying people wouldn't enjoy it, but I'm saying 
the thrill of watching that game is magnified by the stakes. And if Alabama losing doesn't matter for their national championship hopes, then then what are we doing? Like, that's the whole point of the season. So, like, to me, viewership, of course, will be better. People will still watch football. Nobody's arguing that. But I would argue that the regular season in college football is by far the most exciting and important regular season in all of sports. And the reason for that is because every single Saturday when a team lines up to play, they're basically playing in a pseudo playoff game. Can I give you a possible arrangement that would give you what you want and would allow SEC Commissioner Greg, St- Greg Sankey to stick it in the eye of, of, of the people who didn't want to do Let's this team playoff. Did, you, did okay. you hit me with a thing that was supposed to stump me yet? I did, and you, and you blew it. I blew it? Yeah. You, you, you freely admit that you're going to watch the first week in the NCAA basketball tournament, despite the fact that none of the teams but below the four seed line about whether deserve to play for the national it. title. I'm not, a, I'm not a crazy person. I know people are going to consume it. And I, even why, the, wouldn't, why would you deny them that in football? They get it in football every single weekend. No, they don't get it the first round of the playoffs. They could get it. They could have a round of the playoffs right there. Ohio State We're lost five to Michigan 12 this year. Play. That was one of the three most watched games in college football this year. It was the most watched game in college right. football this year. Before, well, so, prior to before the Before the playoff. Yeah. Ohio State lost the game. And as a result of losing that game, we're not in the playoff. 12-team playoff, Ohio State doesn't have to care about that game. And I get that it's a rivalry and they want to win always, but the the sweetness of what Michigan accomplished that day of knocking off the power that had been bullying them, punching their ticket to the Big Ten championship game and going to the playoff was infinitely more valuable to those fans and to the people who watch that game than ever in any system that you're describing. So yes, we're not, we're depriving them of the first round of the NCAA tournament. Sure. But what we are keeping is the late November games that change the entire paradigm of the season. And that to me was a playoff game. So if you, if you, if you have the 12 team playoff, both teams get in no matter what. Who cares about that? Then I would subtract one of the playoff games for that one because you're taking away the beauty of what that game meant. We'll be right back after these words. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army Knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army Knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. Let me give you one that that keeps that meaningful. But gives me what I want, which is more yeah, let's interesting hear this. I'm games excited about mistakes. This. And this is your right. theory. Yes, this is, I like to call it the SEC versus all y'all. I think that's the best way to describe it. Because I couldn't figure out, like, Greg Sankey's a- 
attitude when this fell apart on Friday was anger. Like, oh, I supported this, but now we might not support this anymore. We might not be in favor of a 12-team playoff when we come back to the table. We might want something else. And and what I could... It sounded like he, w- he was going to say stay at four because obviously that's been very good for the SEC. You know, in the, in the playoff era, five SEC teams have won the national championship in, in eight seasons of the playoff era. Uh, two of those eight, there was an all-SEC title game. So obviously it's been very successful for them. And I was thinking, okay, so they're just going to support that because it's their way to stick it to these other people because – you know, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are the ones who actually encouraged expansion. They form this working group. They come up with a plan that that has something, maybe it doesn't work for every single conference, but something in it works for everybody. So somebody got a positive out of every, every aspect of it. And now they don't want that. And so he's all mad. And I'm like, what is what is his deal here? What's going on? Is he just going to take his ball and go home? That doesn't make much sense. Like that, I don't know how that benefits the SEC because you'd think a 12-team playoff would still benefit the SEC more than a four-team because... Because half the league like, will get in? Yeah, exactly. So here's here's the thought. And, and I think from a television perspective, this would be tremendous. This would be... I, I would take this over the 12-team. I don't know that they'll ever do it, but I would take this. You have a six-team SEC playoff at the end of the season. The top six SEC teams are in a playoff. Top two teams get a bye. You could do eight if you wanted to. You could do half the league if you wanted to. But you could make it top six if you want. Top two teams get a bye. Uh, Three, four, five, six play in that first weekend. Then you have semis. The first weekend of the semis are both on campus. The final game, the SEC championship game, takes place January 1st, 8 p.m. Eastern time. You make, you make New Orleans and Atlanta and Dallas and Houston and Miami fight over it. And you sell that. That's worth 300 million bucks, probably. Like, you, you want to get, if you're the SEC and you want to get back to the level that the Big Ten's going to be at when they sign their new TV deals, this will get you there. So, and I don't think the SEC teams care. Like, that what you're saying, oh, it's less special, blah, blah, blah. They're like, no, let's go. Because remember, it's going to be a 16-team league at that point. They're going to probably go to nine conference games, but you still miss seven, or, or sorry, you still miss six teams in the league, right? Yeah. You yeah. miss six teams in the league every year, so rematches might not count. Also, 50 million people just watched the Rams and the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. That was the third time they played this season. So if, if it's good football, people don't really care if it's a rematch. So you do that and, and think about the matchups there. Like if you got number six, Texas A&M at number three, Oklahoma and, and number five, LSU at, at number four, Auburn. Like that's so just the regular fun. season. But again, yeah, because like in the SEC, they don't care. Like they're like, oh, they get to play again. Great. We hate them. Let's go. So. They do that. All the other leagues do their own thing. They can have their own tournament, whatever. That tournament culminates in the Rose Bowl, kicking off at 5 p.m. Eastern time on January 1st. Then, the Monday after the the last NFL regular season weekend, which would probably be the, the following, not in the immediate Monday after this, but the, you know, the next Monday after that, 
You have the SEC champ play the champ of all the other ones. AFL-NFL championship game, which was the original concept for the Super Bowl. That's it. How much would we watch that championship game? Are you describing like the second version of the Civil War here? Like, I'm trying to stay away from the Civil War comparisons. I mean, it, it is the Civil a, War was, was a lot more serious. There's oh, very, very serious issues going on. But, but yes, it seems it, to me that like it's like us versus the world would be like very thin. I would thing call that, it SEC versus all y'all. That would be the T-shirt. Yeah. I, I would love to know how the rest of the country would love that. Well, because they don't watch it. Beat I'm the SEC. If they beat the SEC, then they're the national champ. If the SEC beats them, then the SEC okay, is the so, national. Okay, so the rest of the country is the AFC, and the SEC is the NFC. Uh, I think the SEC would be the AFL in this one. They'd be kind of the upstart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't plus, think there's anything plus, in the world. Plus, the that, NFL had all the Midwestern teams. So I don't think there's anything in the entire world that the SEC would want more than to be in their own world. And then, and then they're if, winner if of their own world. If everybody wants what they want and they don't want to play nice. The SEC is, is the SEC and the big 10 are the only leagues that could do something like this. They could create their own. Cause I think the big 10 could do this too. If they wanted to, well, you'd have to they probably don't, expand it to more teams, but yeah, they don't seem to have the appetite for it. The but, fact that the SEC has 16 teams in the, in the near right. future is a, a big difference maker. Right. If, if the big 10 went to 16 or 18, then they could do it too. But I think this would be a lot of fun. It's like, like okay, that, so we're going to have, so what you're basically saying though is the way I hear it is the thing that everybody's kind of anticipating is going to happen in college football eventually anyway, which is super conferences, right? So w- eventually what, what could happen is you'll this, have the West is, Coast okay. Conference, you'll have the SEC, you'll have the Big Ten, and you'll have one other one. I, I don't think you'd have that eventually. And then if, you'd have four different leagues that have their own tournament, and then the four, the four team playoff so. will be the winner of the four leagues. I don't think so. I, I would watch that too, though. Like if you want to talk about like, yeah, I don't think it would work that way in practice, though. I think it would be two. It'd be the SEC and the Big Ten, and the Big Ten would expand, and they'd take like USC and Oregon and Washington, and maybe like North Carolina. But or how many like teams that. would be in these leagues then? Twenty-five each? No, like eighteen, twenty. Okay, so you would be cutting out the Power Five, like so. Then, like oh, yeah. what, everybody else, you'd that be get, cutting the twenty-five down, teams that get cut yeah, out. Yeah, you'd be are cutting it down, and, and then congratulations, Purdue and, and Mississippi State. You got grandfathered in. I know, but then what? Like the teams that get left out then are just group of five in that new world. Yeah, yeah, kids stable. So it's like that to me. That's funny because in this world, and this is like where why I get angry. In this world, you're good with it, right? Like you want that. That would be great. Everybody wants well, to watch that, right? Here's the thing: the ACC and the Pac-12 could have headed that off. All they had to say is, "Yep, let's do this." But in a they chose in, not in to. that scenario, you're fine with it. But in the other scenario, you want more inclusion. And so it's like I in would, one no, scenario, your 25 I would teams are out. Ari, that this be a national thing, that there be a conference on the West Coast that actually is good and that is relevant, and that there be a conference on the Eastern Seaboard and in the Northeast that is good and relevant. Because my whole my whole stance in this entire discussion, whether it's this SEC specific one or 12 team playoff in the college football world as we as we know it, is I don't give a shit about inclusion. Like, I don't care at all about that. Well, like, this inclusion would, this is would, this would right. take care of that because yeah. it would exclude a lot. There's but, classes in every in, in every realm of life. So like and also in college football, 
now that Cincinnati's made the playoff, we've proven that you can transcend those classes and still be be a part of the system. So, like to me, I like the idea but, of but putting the I onus just, on each program to achieve that rather yeah. than opening it up so yeah, that they get the, in by default. The problem, the problem is you can't. Once that two super conference deal forms, the program can't achieve that. You're just not. You're not going to be able to play your way up into that. So that to be, me, you're going to be out. To me, is worse than the four-team playoff because the four-team playoff already is exclusive in its own right the way that that would be, but, but also in a world... It's that- going to go that way if you keep it exclusive. The reason you were going to make it inclusive, and I'm, I'm trying... You're, you're hoisting yourself with your own petard here. The reason you make it inclusive, 12 teams, is that gives the Pac-12 maybe a chance. If they're going to get into this 12-team playoff every year... As opposed to the chance they- that they have now, though? I don't get it. Like I don't get They have get no that. chance now. You don't think that USC has a chance to make the playoff? I'll bet you any amount of money that they're in the playoff in the next three years. Ooh. This could be a good bet. Three years? Yeah. The Pac-12 sucks. Mm-hmm. USC is going to be maybe uh, eight out of ten good. That's enough to win the, a playoff spot. I'll bet. Three you want to bet? What are we going to bet? I don't know. Do I have to go eat like a live chicken or do you want to put a hard hold cash on it? Like, <laughs> I mean, just, let's just do a thousand bucks. I'll bet thousand you a thousand dollars right now that USC will be in the playoff within the next three years. Okay, that means so 2022, 23, playoff, and 24. If they're in the playoff, I owe you a thousand bucks. If they're not, you owe me a thousand bucks. Deal. I like it. All right. I feel like I am, and that's the thing too, because everybody accuses me of being like a USC fanboy. If you think that I'm just gassing them up because I want to be like a pro USC person, I just oh, put no, my I money know. where my mouth was. Like I, no, I you, believe you sure that. did. No, I, I, I like. Oh, this. wait till uh, Antonio Morales hears that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm fascinated by this. And, and look, if we, however we want to do, you this, you don't think by do year this, three but... they're going to walk in? No. Because Dan Lanning took over a nice roster at Oregon. It's not going to be the easiest thing in the world to just walk in that conference and win. Okay, so all I have to do in 2024 is bet $500 on on uh, Oregon Moneyline, and then we'll hedge. be good to go. Yeah, yeah <laughs> if, I, go. if I get nervous. But I, but, I but think here, that I – yeah, okay, go ahead. Here's the thing. The 12 team allows this to be a more national thing. But if the Pac-12 and the ACC don't want to play ball with that, I, they think they they mean more to this enterprise than they do. They don't. The, the only conferences that matter are the SEC and the Big Ten. So a, a if you want to have a playoff, you got to make sure you have those two. If, if you want a national playoff, you have those two. A wise person once told me that leverage is rare in this world mm-hmm. and to use it when you have it. Okay. What I think is even dumber is to think you have it when you don't. Well, and there you go. Because they didn't have any, and now they really don't have any. Because... The SEC could do the thing that I suggested. They could do it. And you say, oh, well, you know, you'd have to pass an NCAA rule that allows them to play that number of games. Seven of the 10 FBS conferences just voted yes on a system that would have had max 17 games. How many games would that be? Would that be 16 16 max? Max, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know how far you can push the number of games from the safety standpoint of the the athletes, but... I guess in five or seven years, depending on what the income is like, you know, then I think once you start talking about income, then then that kind of laxes the rules on that a little bit. Because I've always well, wondered that, like what the number amount of games that they you they were going to be okay play. with seventeen, except the ACC the said system. no on that. Yeah, the, if they'd done the twelve team deal, that 
you could conceivably have a chance. Let's say you played in a, in a conference championship game, but you had to play in the first weekend of the tournament. You would have played 17 games. If you if you went all the way to the final, you play 17 games. So the one I suggested with the three-weekend SEC tournament, because remember, the SEC championship game is part of that. So at most, you'd add two. And then there'd be the one for the for the champion. So they would play twelve plus four would be would be sixteen total. So that would be the most. Now, would you would you watch the tournament of the other non SEC leagues? Would you watch a four team tournament featuring those best the best teams of that Andy, group? You're talking to somebody who watches like FBS games. Like I would watch. I mean, I watch all the games. Wait, they're all FBS it. games. You talking FCS? Uh, FCS games. Game. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long weekend for me, man. Um, I actually can hear it out of my ear now, though. Um, Good. Yeah, of course I would watch it. I would no matter what the system would be. The thing I love doing more than anything in this but see, world. See, see, this is what I'm good with. This though, if they want to do this, I th- I would have fun watching this. I because I know I know that SEC tournament would be lots of fun to be on campus. It it get, you get some. Crazy but do you think that's more of a? Matchups? Do you think that's that if that were to take place or that would that proposal would ever become like tangible? That that is a a illustration of what they believe is going to happen, or is that an illustration of you guys better get in line in the six man to playoff, or this is what's going to? Like, is that a bluff? A, it, it's a flex, is what it is. I, it, I don't think it's a bluff because again, seven of bluff. the ten it's, conferences it's just weight. just said okay to a seventeen game season. So, like the. And, and the reason I think they would get enough schools to vote for a rule change that would allow them to, to pull it off is because I think there's other conferences that would go, you know what, we, we might want to do something like that too. So that's that's the reason why. So I don't know. I mean, because when they start voting on this, they're going to the, the discussion for this 12 team playoff is going to resurface. I know people oh, are course. upset that it's not going to happen between now and 2025. And I, I think that's the most likely thing that happens still. Yeah, I think I it's going to happen eventually. Now, will there be five automatic? Because that's what, you know, one of the sticking points was the Big Ten and the and the Pac-12 wanted there to be five automatic qualifying conferences. The concept of the Power Five as a construct is going to go away. And... I, that's where the, I think the ACC and the Pac-12 really screwed up here because they had a chance to continue to be something special, and now they have two more years for people to realize they're not that special. So, like, in the current system of college football, my preferred playoff would have always been an eight-team playoff. Mm-hmm. And I get that it's a little bit... Um, more difficult because you have te- television and all the bowls and well, all that. I know, I know it's, is the, it's a neater thing. I mean, it's, it's three rounds. Everybody plays yes, three games. Yes. It, and it, you get yeah. five to emphasize the regular season, which is something that we're all concerned about. Five power, five champs get automatic bids. Then you have two at larges in one for the but highest ranked group of five. why does it have to five. be five power five champs? They're, they're, well, as it currently exists, conf- it makes the, the most sense, are, but as, as the conferences, the conferences are, are not up, equal, they're, there will be two power conferences in in three years. There are two sure. power. Yeah. I mean, conferences, now that it's all changing, I mean, yeah. if you would have asked me what we should do before a, uh, Texas and Oklahoma went to the SEC, I would say the best team from, and then you settle it on the field, and all five power five conferences. 
There's nothing to debate. There's no discussion. Every single regular season game still matters because you're trying to win your conference. You get automatically in, and then you save two rooms for the weird years where the SEC has two of the best teams in the country, which is usually the case. You get the group of five inclusion in there for the number one seed for the easy game in the first round. And then you get you get a committee to get the last two in there, and we but discuss that. Like to me, that is inclusive, clean. Ari. By your logic, that those teams don't deserve to. There's be There's a huge difference usually between the eighth best team in the country and the twelfth best team. How like, many? How many years is the Pac-12 champion as good or better than the third place team in the SEC? How many years of the yeah, last no, I know, ten? I know, probably, probably never. How about how about then the third best team in the Big Ten? Probably always. Okay. I would say that Oregon and USC is always better than the third best team in the big. Okay. And then you you had, and you had the USC Penn state game. Now, obviously Penn state, like Oregon when they're good is every bit as good as the third best team in the big 10. Right. Well, Oregon beat Ohio state this year. So yes, exactly. So that's, that's the thing that you've got to hope keeps heading and see, that's, that's what I would like. And that's why I like the 12 team because I think I the like 12 the is idea. just too much. I like the idea that other parts of the country get to get in on this thing. But if, they, if, if, they, if they're not going to take the gift horse that has been presented to them, I don't blame the SEC if it wants to play hardball with them. Yeah. Because so I actually went and added this up, Andy, today. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go find it in my text because I had to send it to my editor. Okay. But I went and added up which teams were ranked in between 5 and 12 the most since the beginning of the playoff, which I thought would be an interesting metric to see Penn who State, would benefit the Florida, most. Florida, who else? Ohio State, Penn State, and Georgia were all four times. Oh, Georgia, that's right. Okay. So you're rewarding, the in the expanded playoff, what you're doing is you're rewarding Ohio State and Georgia, and then Penn State for not being able to beat Ohio State for the most part. Ole Miss, Baylor, Wisconsin, and Florida all have been three times. That would be interesting. Yeah. Except, you know, usually these teams at the end of the road, when they meet the teams that actually qualify for the four team, always lose. So we know we know the result. It's not like we've ever, I guess maybe in 14, you could say, God, I wonder what Baylor would have been able to do in the playoff. But it's like the four seed one. I would have liked to see that. I would have liked to see 15 Ohio State in the playoff. I would have liked to see uh, 2012 Texas A&M in the playoff. There there are teams I would have liked to see that that could have made a run. And here's, here's the teams that did twice. Washington, which has made it once. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, which was probably a yard away from having a debate about it this year. TCU, right. and, which in 14, we all remember that. Mm-hmm. Michigan State, which has made it. Yep. Florida State, which has made it. Notre Dame, which has made it. Michigan, which has made it. Oklahoma, which has made it. Auburn, UCF, USC, and Utah. So like basically, like the crux of the teams that are usually there have all either been on the cusp or have made the playoff already as it currently stands. So they don't need any favors. They've already proven in in one-off years that they can do it. So four for the teams that finished one time. Auburn hasn't been in the playoff. Texas A&M hasn't been in the playoff. Wisconsin hasn't been in the playoff. Penn State hasn't been in the playoff. Florida hasn't been in the playoff. All of that would be interesting. All of it. But they're not in the playoff because they're not good. Ari. I don't like, I don't like it's, it's, it's an I entertainment get, product. Put them in games, let them play each other at the beginning of the playoff and then get shredded or not. Cause that's the one thing that you said to me that was like, I cannot believe you're saying this. I was like, I, I almost like had to like, 
Okay. Take. 2015 Ohio State would have been a seven seed, according to the. They don't deserve right. any favors, bud. So what? They, they don't need a favor. That's not about what, deserve what, a favor. Them? Would you have they liked to have seen that team play Alabama? I saw them play all year with their heads up their ass. I would have liked to seen them play Alabama. Yeah, no, it would have been a great game. I would have been entertained by that. I was denied that because of the system. Because Ohio State had, with their heads I up their ass. I had to go cover year. Alabama, Mich- Michigan State instead. Because Michigan State That beat- game sucked. Yes, I know. There would be some better games, I think. But like here, the thing that you said, and I'm going to like go see if I can find our texts. But you said something like, why oh, are we, it. why are we, uh, you said something about excluding the teams that are having once in a lifetime seasons by putting them in the who gives a crap dot com bowl. Oklahoma State. What, why, why deny them a chance to have a historic season? Because and they now, I, lost I get in the Oklahoma playoff State game actually, that happened before the playoff. They would have made it twice. I mean, in 2011, Oklahoma State's absolute. Yeah. 2011, Oklahoma State's in a 14 playoff. But, yeah. but that's the thing. I mean, and who knows how much does that change the course of a program? Does Oklahoma dominate Oklahoma State as much if Oklahoma State has made the playoff a couple times? I don't know. We'll be right back after this message from one of our lovely sponsors. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much do you think that rec- that recruiting results will shift as a result of the expanded playoffs? I, no, I don't think that they will. I think it will help. Did it, it help Washington help when they teams. made it? Did it help Michigan State when they made it? Is Michigan going to sign a top three class this year all of a sudden? They made it last year. Okay. Well, I guess we should I don't never know. let anybody but Alabama and Ohio State play for the national title. Then. No. And Georgia. Michigan got to play for the national championship this year because they okay. they won the playoff game already. They won the playoff game that existed before the playoff. And then they got okay. to play for it in a pure way, right? Is it I see, I don't care if it's pure. I just want to be entertained. I'm but like I am so entertained by it right now. Are you? The Alabama very, Cincinnati game was entertaining to you? Well, yeah, that was like my victory lap. Michigan State Pitt, wouldn't that have been more entertaining if if the best players had been playing and it had been to advance to something else? Of course. So why not let that happen? Why do you care if that team gets destroyed by Alabama after? Because, in my opinion, the Michigan-Michigan State game that was one of the best games of the regular season would have meant less. And I think that matters. Like I think dismissing that is just like wrong. 
But it didn't matter. Michigan State won that game and didn't end up winning the Big Ten. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I am I am deathly afraid. And I guess you'll always say, well, it's football. People will watch. I am definitely afraid of the goosebumps excitement that you get going into an October game where you know that the result of that game is going to matter. And I don't want a world for college football where a team does something miraculous or a team beats the team that they've never been able to beat and they accomplish something they haven't accomplished in 10 years. And the response to that game is who cares the other team that lost. You you know why it matters? Because you don't know in October what's going to happen the rest of the way. So when you beat that team, you get to celebrate like there will never be another day better than this. Because you don't know what's going to happen the rest of the way. And but what you do know is you can make fun of them until the next time they beat you. I mean, the make fun of factor is a huge factor. And, and can I say something too, just in yeah. case because I've been like battling you tooth and nail on this. I'm not even opposed to the expansion of it. I way. know you're not. Like I think people think that's like Ari is ex- like does not want it to happen and will be pissed if it does. Of course, I want to watch all those games that you just described. I love it. It's amazing. It would be great. But I'm see, just that, saying that's, that that's people shouldn't thing. be really devastated people, about what's happening now because the system dig is still their heels fine. in. Like, no, if you change it, it will be bad. No, it won't. It'll no, but I think we should appreciate that you will you, watch and enjoy. Let me extend like an olive. Let me extend an olive branch, though. This system's pretty great. I think it's pretty great. It's better than the old bowl system, which really sucked. Yeah, I think I I mean, I watch sports year round. I love them. I love baseball. I love football. I love basketball pro, not not college as much. <laughs> There's nothing like college football. Nope. But I don't and I, I don't, don't ever want that having to change. more interesting games with stakes will will make that worse. Only if you dismiss and maybe maybe you'll be right. Maybe when this happens, it'll be the right. Of course, but, I'll be right. I've been right about everything so you're, you're, far. You're always right. <laughs> but I just don't want the regular season games to feel less great. That's all. I want to feel great. I want to have that great feeling in September, October, November. I'm ready for SEC versus all y'all just for the spike factor. Like, yeah, I, I want to see them just stick it in their eyes because... I think it's hilarious that the Fac-12 and the ACC went against their league's best interests. And I hate to say it, when you do something like that, you may get punished for it. And they may find a way to punish them for it. Yeah, I mean, they should just have the uh, yeah SEC is just the official minor leagues of the NFL and everybody else is like the but minor see, that's leagues the of thing. the SEC. If everybody's going to say that anyway, why not just lean into it? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the system that you described is certainly a product worth consuming, for sure. Yeah, I, I think that's a more interesting system than the 12-team playoff. To me, honest. when and if that ever happens, that's just, you better get on board now or the train's leaving. Well, the, the problem, the problem, and you're right, the problem with what I described is it wouldn't last that long. It would be very short amount of time because the, the SEC and the Big Ten, which already are going to be so far and away ahead of everybody else in terms of money, the money difference would get so big that those other, you know, the other teams and other leagues that, that because the television contracts moved. would whittle down. Right. And they'd say, look, we, even if we got a grant of rights, it's worth the risk to try to break it because we can't be left behind. And then you'd have two, two super leagues and eventually they'd probably merge and then there'd be one and that'd be that. So 
don't listen to me, which I think if you've been listening to this podcast enough, you know that I I say I'm always right, but ultimately I'm leading you down a road to, to ruination. So don't you listen what to I, me. You know what I love about this discussion, though, is that there are maybe I'll give you 70%. 70% of the people are on your side. But there is a passionate 30% that's banging their fists. Oh, the no, it's, it's, I am, it's a lower number, but you're underestimating the passion. Like they're the people who tweeted us. But when we did that, when we did that survey with our readers, like it was obvious, like, oh, this is the very vocal minority. <laughs> when I posted my column, I was afraid that today was going to be one of those days where I just get made fun of all day. Oh. And I was shockingly, I was shockingly surprised by how many comments were like, the, "This the, is dead the on." The silent majority is not going to care what you said. They already know it's going to expand eventually, so they don't care. They're going to let you Finally, stick in uh, the mud, sitting and and argue about this for forever. I'm they a stick care. in the mud. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You are you are fun, with the I people who want to go back to the old bowl system. Like that's that that's your demographic now. <laughs> headline is, headline is. Wasserman, college football expansion will be fun eventually, but why? But who does it really help? Yeah, I know you extended an olive branch to the twelve percent, and I'm glad you did. We got it. We, we can't just write for the eighty-eight. We want those twelve to keep subscribing too. Yeah, but hey, you know what? If I'm in that twelve, I'm, I'm happy in that twelve. I, 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 I'm ex. I am. Here's the thing about me. I am. Open and excited about change. I like new things. I like shiny things. I like all those things. I also like am trying to things? appreciate what you like fried things. I love fried things. <laughs> uh, I don't like fried things. I love fried things. Um, but that doesn't mean that things that aren't fried aren't good too. Well, I I have just proposed a southern fried playoff. If you want to, if you want to hear. Is that what it'd be Are called? We, like the Southern Fried p- Playoff? No, SEC versus all y'all. That's that's the t-shirt because it, it <laughs> creates a game the where the SEC champ plays the best of the rest of the country. It can't be SEC versus the world. It has to be SEC versus all y'all. All y'all, absolutely. With a, yeah, that's, y'all. That's how it would be said down here. That's that's how that's how everybody. I feel would, like if that were to happen, crazy. the SEC would just span together and just like not care who wins and all that would matter. They don't. That. They don't now. I mean, the teams that actually <laughs> don't have a chance to win the national title, they're the ones doing that SEC champ. The, the, the SEC uh, national championship this game this year had like the South. Everybody was collectively just like, ah, like I don't care who wins. Like <laughs> that's 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 Vanderbilt, South Carolina. Like they're the ones doing the SEC. They're the ones doing that. If you want to read more about that that proposal, which Listen, if Greg Sankey wants to be very spiteful, he could do that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that he's going to, but if he wanted to be spiteful, he could do it. We're going to read more about it. You can read it on The Athletic. If you go to theathletic.com slash Andy Staples right now, you can get a subscription to The Athletic for $1 a month for your first six months. So $6 for six months of The Athletic. You can read what I wrote. You can read Ari's column. If you disagree with me, you can read Ari's column about how, hey, maybe it's not so bad they're staying at four. You can read Chris Vanini. David Ubbins written about this. We got we got it covered from every different angle. Nicole Auerbach covering the news, covering who said what, who did what. We're 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 hitting it all. Uh, Vanini on the Conference USA Sun Belt legal standoff, which is fascinating to me. We're going to have him on this week to talk about that. But you can read all about that in the Athletic. So if you go to theathletic.com/slash Andy Staples, dollar a month for your first six months. It's an incredible deal. So much to read. Oh, and by the way, we also cover the NBA, the NFL, 
Major League Baseball, international soccer. If, if you were watching Tottenham Hotspur, you can read all about it. It's, it's everything you can want. Ari, it's been a pleasure. I do enjoy arguing with you. I think we don't argue that much. We get like mad that. at each other. I'm not but, mad, but no. now we have a thousand dollar bet out there. That we did, we did make a thousand dollar bet, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pay wow. if I'm wrong too. I'm gonna pay you the first day. Of course, day, yeah. We're not welching on the bet. I this is this might be the first deposit into Liv's college fund. So yeah, well, there's not many of those right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I listen. I don't know. I, I do think it's possible that USC can make the playoff, but I also think it's possible that the Pac-12 can get shot out these three years. Sure, so of course. That's I just that's think the Pac-12 around about. it isn't posing. I think that they'll be able to build a good enough team that won't lose in that crappy conference. Well, that's here's what the my thing, though. I don't think they'll win I, a national title. I still feel like they need somebody else in the conference to help, like if like Oregon being good and winning, like Oregon plays Georgia next year. If Oregon, which won, you know, it's Ohio State game last year, won kind of the premier non-conference matchup, that's, that sort of thing helps too. You're going to need a little bit more of that going on than, than you've seen in the last few years. So, But don't underestimate how hard the playoff sometimes is looking for a viable one-loss conference champ. This is true. This is, that does happen. So we'll see. Who knows? I could be writing Ari a check at any point in the next three years. He could be writing me a check at the end of it. We shall find out. But hey, that's what this is all about. It is February. What can we do if not Ari? I'll talk to you soon.